Um. Hi. <laughs> Very enthusiastic. Clearly didn't prep for uh, the start of the show. Just I didn't want, to, didn't want to talk. I usually start with Craig because he's the first thing I see. But I didn't want to talk about him, but I just did. Yeah, exactly. You fell for it. But you look at King Bob. He's just sitting there. Like you could have talked about King Bob. The minions. The minions. <laughs> so, you know what I realized? The cheap ripoff of uh, the aliens from Toy Story. They are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. That's and now exactly I, what they are. I kind of want to see a uh, like a Disney Plus series about the uh, the aliens from Toy Story. Why you haven't know? they done that? I don't know. I think they should have made Buzz Lightyear, or like even do Woody's Roundup as a Disney Plus show. You know, that I don't know that. But well, we just all like Woody's Roundup. Woody's Roundup is the easiest thing in the world. It's like the most open goal there has been. And <laughs> oh yeah, it. yeah. And I'm surprised they only ever did that uh Forky shorts thing for Disney Plus. Yeah, it's like Forky. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just think everybody's forgotten about Forky that he was even a thing. I know? did until you just said his name. <laughs> and I've got yeah. a Forky plushie. Do you actually? Yeah, yeah. He was big on Forky back in 2019, was he? No, it was like cheap in a charity shot I think and I thought yeah I love him <laughs> that's all it takes um, no toy gets left behind no toy gets left behind um yeah so we'll just start off with the Star Wars stuff we've milked the Taika Waititi thing for about four weeks we'll milk it for the fifth you know do we have to it's like <laughs> this is a non-story to me he said he doesn't know if he'll get made my th my thing more about it was I um, think look look you know me I'm the guy that's yeah. like <laughs> they're not going to make it um like come on like that wasn't what he was saying no no he like in the interview he said right he said um he's still working on his idea and when he submits it that will determine whether uh, when it gets made or if it it will even get made but the takeaway yeah. I had from that not that it won't get made. I can't see them not making it just based off it, it being Taika, mm. really. Um, and like, apparently, like on the ramp to them getting him, I was hearing that like, he was the dream director for them. Like, they were very excited about getting Taika. Sure. But, but the thing is, is Taika saying once the idea is submitted, that'll determine when it'll get made. So he hasn't yeah. submitted a draft or anything. So he well, has no idea okay. when it's getting made. And so all that bull crap about this logo really shows what Tyker's doing. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's not even just that. Well, that was what, two years ago? But it's even just last month, then when Kathy was saying, oh, yeah, we're going to late 2023 comes out. Mate, like, why are you saying that? <laughs> like, I, I know think we said I think it. I think she got confused in her head. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt here. At this point, I could see Taika film in his movie at the end of 2023. Like, that makes more sense to me. Maybe that's maybe that's what she thought she was saying. Maybe, but like... I don't know, man. <laughs> just... I just think with Star Wars, with Marvel, any, any film, just don't open your mouth and say something until you're kind of pretty sure. 
you know, on the plans. So this is a this is a problem they've had forever, though. Yeah, it's a problem they've had forever, but it's like they don't seem to do this mishandling with the shows. She's not there saying like, "Oh, Obi Wan Kenobi will come out in 2022," and then it doesn't. Like she never gave a release date for Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, like she, there was a mm. production start date, but it was delayed. But they openly talked about that. So, you know, I just mm. I just think they learn from it. That's the same thing with Kevin Feige. Like, if he announces a film, he's pretty certain that film's going to get made. And uh, it'll be very close to the date he announces. You know? Like, to a fault. Yeah. And I think, like, that's why some of the uh, the, the the recent movies from from uh, Marvel, like, VFX-wise, haven't looked that great. Like, well, they look decent, but not as good as they used to look. No, and they I think don't look decent. And I think it's because of um, their commitment to like hitting a certain window, you know. I was saying well, this to a friend though, because there's so many. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Saying... Hold on. You have friends outside us. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have other friends, man. Um, not many more, but uh, like a couple. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, there's there's like maybe three people. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh. No, but that's the thing. I saw I had a conversation the other day with a friend. I was talking about um, uh, I like I can I haven't seen Thor yet. Like by the time this comes out, I might have seen it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like I I've always said I can see the volume in certain shots in that trailer, like um, the planet he's on with the guardians. Like I feel mm -hmm. like I can see the volume, and uh, reviews have come out, and some of the complaints have been um, uh, the the VFX. And stuff um and obviously the volume played a large part in thor's production so i'm assuming like that's probably a part of why people are complaining about effects because you know we've seen if john favreau's not like show running the production it seems to like not look as good like mm -hmm. obviously favreau show running the first two seasons of mando that's probably when the volume looked its best like in star wars well, you know? he helped develop it, didn't he? So it makes yeah, exactly. sense that he'd noticed. Yeah. You know, and then obviously in the Batman, you don't even notice it in the Batman. Like, it's that well done. Um, But like, yeah, so that's a thing. And like, I've even said that I think partly the problem is his post-production. Like, on the Star Wars shows and the Marvel shows, because even though I like Moon Knight, like the VFX in Moon Knight weren't great. Loki, me and you loved Loki. I think the VFX and Loki weren't that great. Some shots looked fantastic, but other shots would look a bit like a bit crap. You can tell it was all done like on a ton of green screens. You know, like it didn't look particularly ready. Um, mm -hmm. But I think it's because all these shows have like such a a short turnaround time. Mm -hmm. Like they're getting less than a year. Like Moon Knight, for example. I think Moon Knight finished filming. In October of last year, and was out by March. Like that's the thing super is that short. is um that is TV schedule. TV that schedule. That is TV is schedule. But I think if you're trying to like operate on, because TV didn't used to have the kind of like VFX that these shows have in like Marvel and Star Wars shows, but Disney Plus, like obviously Game of Thrones did. It was know, an outside but, case though, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, like you know, and it's the same thing. Like you, like Stranger Things now, and like but they still have a long like Stranger Things at least had a very long time in post production. 
you know, Game of Thrones generally would have a long time in post. And it shows. Um, it does show. So I think that's the problem because people keep saying there's a it's a Star Wars problem. I don't think it is. I think the volume no, no, is a Star Wars I, problem. But I think I've, the short the effects post production time is the problem. Or yeah, that's, that's a Disney problem. I actually think yeah. the Marvel stuff looks worse than the Disney stuff, to be honest. I think as well like the uh I just like Disney I think they have a standard in their mind it's like if it's good enough, it's good to go at the moment. So like Miss Marvel's say it. That is a JPEG thing. Yeah, probably. Like, because I think if it's bad, they'll delay it. Like, She-Hulk and Miss Marvel both filmed way before um, Moon Knight did. They were supposed to come out before Moon Knight. And they've come out afterwards. Like, because I think their VFX must have looked so bad that... Especially on She-Hulk. Like, that trailer came out and she looked terrible. Like, like (laughs) the actual She-Hulk, like... Not anything around her, but her. Um, so I think if it's bad, they'll delay it and give more time and money to post. Mm. But if it's just good enough, they'll be like, yeah, put it out. <laughs> you know? Mm. Um, yeah. So That's JPEG. But, I mean, from my experience in the parks, that's what JPEG does. Yeah. And then, adding on to that as well, I think um, Thor isn't getting stupendous reviews. It's uh, at 71% at the moment, um, which is way low, I think, than any of us thought, just based off of Thor Ragnarok um, and Taika. So, mm-hmm. do you remember after, like, Multiverse of Madness, like, people would then say, no, I don't know if I want Michael Waldron right in Star Wars, because some of those people didn't like that movie. Yeah. I think we're going to get that with Taika now. <laughs> like, Yeah, probably. Apparently, Taika goes, not full Taika, but, like, he leans more to the Taika stuff. Because you know, he like, does. It's because he's got more freedom, so he's going to. But I think people are going to be like, oh, see, this is why I didn't want him to do Star Wars, because he's he's too comedic, and he's, you know, all this stuff, and, you know. Um, boring, I think, it? Yeah, it's boring. Like, if you don't like this one movie, Taika's made, like, a bunch of other movies that are all being critically acclaimed. Like, he's a great director and a writer. Um, yeah, it's just boring hearing people moan about films that haven't been made yet. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. I'm just wait anticipating it to happen on Friday, once that movie is like out like worldwide. So. Why you know. would you not want Waldron writing a? Oh, I don't really get it. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's people are fickle, aren't they? Like, so they all loved Loki and was like, oh yeah, this is the guy for the job, and then they didn't really like Multiverse of Madness. I really liked it. Like, I thought that was a good film. And it was Marmite, but I don't mean that was because of the writing. That was mainly because of the director, directorial style. It was Raimi. I mean, Raimi's a very opinionated director, and you saw a lot of Raimiisms. Yeah, yeah, and you know, people are fickle. So as soon as they're like, "Oh, this one isn't as good as what I thought it'd be," I don't want this guy doing Star Wars. Like people have moaned about Taika before, just because of like, "Oh, he's comedic." So what? Like Star Wars has always had like comedy, but like I think that's why he's got the writing partner he has, like. The writing partner did 1917 and Last Night in Soho. Like, they're not... That's the balance of it. I don't see the problem with having comedy in Star Wars. I don't, I don't see them. No. I mean, the prequels are very clearly trying to be comedic. Just, I mean, it just so happens that George isn't great at writing comedy. But if you watch those, um, if you watch those films back, they are trying to be very, very funny. 
they became funny, but not in the ways he expected. No, but they were you know, they were like, trying they were trying yeah. to be funny. Oh yeah, Jar Jar was supposed to be like hilarious, wasn't he? <laughs> like, um, yeah, but also like this time we'll do it together. I was about to say that. Like that's a that's someone trying to be funny. Like he didn't write that as a yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder what George thinks of the memes. I would just like his opinion on the memes. You know. Hmm. Because th that's what's making those movies stand the test of time is is the memes. So yeah. Um. Yeah. And then the other bit of Star Wars news really is Andor. Um, so Tony Gilroy came out this week and said that uh, due to the structure of season one, like how they filmed, which was uh, in blocks of three. So like Toby Haynes directed the first three episodes, then another director directed uh, like another three and then blah, blah, blah. And they said due to that structure, the season uh, two, which we know, like they said it like, back celebration i believe that uh it's going to take it's going to take place over the course of five years um uh four years like for season two sorry one year for season one uh so every three episodes will be a new year in and or season two and i think that's a pretty interesting way to handle the storytelling because basically it's almost going to be like a movie every three episodes like if Everything is set in one year, like in three episodes. Even if they gave us a thirty-minute Andor show, that's <laughs> like an hour and thirty. So it's almost yep. like, like four mini Andor movies, like, cool. which I'm personally like, like happy with. Like that sounds like a, a decent idea to me. Yeah, because it was always totally. like, it's always like a curious thing of like, well, how are you going to do four years over like the course of one season? But this makes a lot more sense to handle them like films, essentially. Um, but yeah, like, um, you know, I just thought it was interesting. I also forgot that Toby Haynes was directing. And I was like, oh, Peppy would uh, love this because, you know, he directed Doctor Who in an episode of Black Mirror and, and, um, and stuff like that. So, you know, I thought... Uh, what episode of Doctor Who did he direct? Oh, I can't remember. Um, no, like, no. Hands, isn't it? I know he did the uh Oh he the, did Sherlock as well. I have looked yeah. this up before. Um, he did you know he did the uh, Star Trek episode of um Black Mirror. Oh did he? Yeah, he did that, that was one. very good, to be fair. And then yeah, and then like some other directors they've done like work on the crown and Sherlock as well before, I think, as well. Um like Benjamin Caron, I think he did like the crown. Um, so yeah, like, ah, he did the impossible astronaut. Uh, they're two of my, and he did the finale and the Christmas special. Yeah, that that's a really good run of Doctor Who episodes, in my opinion. Yeah, that's good. Good news. Yeah, so, uh, he's doing the first three episodes of Andor and then the last three episodes of Andor. So, yeah, you, you're more familiar with them than I am, so I'm yeah, that's, gonna... um, take it from me it's good news right <laughs> so <laughs> you know even more reasons we're looking forward to handle then um yeah. and then the final bit of star wars which isn't star wars news but we are going to celebration we did get tickets and we yeah. did <laughs> i think we can talk about the story right like you know nothing yeah bad shout out shout out to our boy 
Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Tyler. Sorry, I've. I've had, this, <laughs> I've had this drink of beer, right? And it is really strong. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit wavy, and that's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big up, Tyler. Yeah, Legend. we. We had uh, problems on on our side. Not like anything to do with us. Just like, um. You know, banks being banks, thinking yeah, te- technology problems. Yeah. Um. You know, Nick being the absolute baller that he is, you know. Yeah, he's flipping rolling in it, mate. Moneybags Nick, we call him. Moneybags Nick. Like, he was going to buy us all tickets. And yeah. uh, and then when we tried to buy £400 worth of tickets, his bank was like, hold on, this is fraud. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so uh, that yeah. didn't happen. <laughs> and um, even though Nick, like, he got in touch with them, didn't he, and confirmed it and stuff. They were still like... Yeah, they were like, nah, mate. Nah, mate, you're blocked. Um, <laughs> you know. So, uh, so at that point, I was the only one to get tickets. And I didn't even get, like... I wanted the four-day pass. And, like, you yeah, got it. because I, I was logged in. I had a four-day pass and me and Nick's tickets added to the cart, and it wasn't working. Um, then I went back and was like, well, I'm, I'm in. So I might as well try and at least get old best bin tickets, and me and Nick can just scavenge later on. And um, yeah, all the four days have gone, basically. So I had to get you a bunch of single tickets, which was fun, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But- Thanks, Tyler. We love you. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah um nick is uh not home he's listening to us in the van on his way back home for confused listeners yeah he's like listening to a live podcast essentially um yeah. but yeah uh so yeah so that all happened uh you and nick kind of accepted defeat for the day i was gonna try in 24 hours yes um once nick's card was unblocked basically um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah like i got on the phone with uh my friend tyler and i was just, we were just having a, like a chat about like uh celebration general and i was calling uh, where i was gonna tell him like the four day passes are gone so just be prepared for that um and he asked about you guys and like you know i went through the whole ordeal with him and he uh just randomly bought you two tickets um, yeah 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 like He's- you know, yeah. and that's been, man. yeah, and it was handy. I've because... never spoken to him before. He needs to come on the pod, man. Like he's he's an, he's a part of the team now. Yeah, and he uh... he, bought, he bought his way in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he bought his oh, way yeah. in. Um, Baller. No, he was already part of the team. He was uh, on the ground for you in uh, Anaheim. Yeah, yeah, and I think at celebration in well next year, Nick wants to do some like. Uh, like reels like tiktoks covering news and like tyler does as well so you know they'll both of them will be on content like next year you know like i probably won't be i'm just gonna be enjoying myself (laughs) yeah yeah until like i'm there in the middle of a panel texting you pevy like save me the website's gone down (laughs) like you know oh well i won't be doing oh yeah over the weekend sure why not over the weekend, on the actual like Friday, like probably not. <laughs> on the, I'm yeah, I'm there for one day. Um, yeah, he's there for two days, and you've got three days. You're going to try for the fourth, though, right? 
I've got two days. I'm gonna try for a third. The plan was only yeah, always sun, only go for three. Sunday is still available. Yeah. Which was the good thing as well, because the next day was it? Or was it was it the same night? The Friday tickets went or the Saturday tickets went? Like for uh, for the individual tickets on um on the day that they launched the tickets, right? Because four day passes went and then it was Saturdays, right? Four days and Saturdays gone, everything else is still available. Yeah, so it was unless a good you're thing. under the age of twelve, in which case, <laughs> in which case, day pass. <laughs> yeah, I cannot pass for a twelve-year-old. So no, there's there's no way. You know, and I'll just be like, I had a rough life. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm ten. What's I'm your voice like? <laughs> I'm ten. This beard, I don't know how it like grew. <laughs> like, <laughs> what happened to your hair? <laughs> It's always the hair. It's always the hair. It's like. <laughs> probably why you don't get ID'd anymore. Yeah, it's probably plenty. I don't get ID since I grew the tash. Actually, you used to still get ID'd all the time, man. I used, to, yeah, but since the tash, I don't. But yeah, I still get ID'd all the time, man. I can't believe you still get an ID'd. Like, why? Why is that so unbelievable? Because like you don't look like like particularly young. Like you look your age, maybe. You know. Wow. Like, I'm, you don't look under 18, do you? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? I don't think that's a stretch to say you look, I can, you know. I can't, I can't believe what I'm hearing. But, um, yeah, like, it's, uh, yeah, it is what it is. But, yeah, um, yeah, we're going to celebration. We'll see you all there next year, and it'll hopefully be a laugh. So, yeah, if you see a guy with a tash and round glasses, it's probably me. So, shout. You see a short dude with a beard and a receding hairline, it's probably Wow! Me. OPSEC! Operational Optech. security. Like, don't reveal. You're in a, you're in a nominous, an anonymous... Mate, how many war. chubby, like, bearded, like, like balding dudes are going to be at Celebration next year? Let's be honest, you know? I'm, like, going to be well disguised. <laughs> you know? I'll I'll be uh Yeah. I don't think I'll be easy to find. Like I'll easy to find you and Nick than it would be to find me. I think. I think like, it'd be very easy to find me. Round glasses and a stash and like long hair, because you're planning to grow your hair out, right? So I'm actually do you know what? Uh since watching Stranger Things and looking at Enzo, I'm like on Friday I'm just gonna get shaved off, you know? Gonna go much tash? shorter. No, not my tash, my hair. Oh right. <laughs> Why don't you go for a, like a like a a buzz cut with a fade? Similar. I just don't want to go that short on the top. But yeah, basically how uh, the man that has no name looked in Stranger Things is what I'm going to go for with my hair. Right. Because it's so flipping hot. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Again, as a balding man, you know. Um, like it's not that bad. I can't like I, I. We always joke about my hair, but I can't grow it out. So, you know, it doesn't look particular. I thought you yeah. were actually bald. No, I'm not bald. <laughs> like I can grow my hair out. Really? Like, my hair is like a three on the top, like around that size. But you are um, receding, right? Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh okay. yeah, right. And there's a patch to the back of my head, which is also like missing. <laughs> like so... <laughs> that's bad. Oh, it's, it's not great, mate. It's not great. You know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not bald, but I'm receding, um, which isn't fantastic. 
but uh yeah um moving on from mm. my receipt and hairline <laughs> um it gets a mention more often than not in this on this show i've realized probably yeah like you know um yeah i don't know but I'm, at the moment i'm trying to grow my tash out because i'm like i've been wanting the tash since top gun since uh seeing miles teller just been in my mm -hmm. brain and then since mm -hmm. then as well i've seen taika just sporting a, a tash and i'm like yes. tash is unbelievable yeah looks great and then like watching stranger things i'm like they had tashes i'm like yes <laughs> like so you know i'm you i might do it but like i'm still convinced i will look terrible because of my uh my double chin so um you know I'll, i might do it i might not but i am growing the tash out just in case i want to do it you know so the advantage you can grow a beard at the same time yeah yeah well my beard's there now like it's just I trying to get a tash that. longer than the beard i don't have that luxury unfortunately <laughs> But then we'll be really easy to spot next year, though, because then you just look for a guy with round glasses and a blonde tash, and then you look for a balding dude with a tash. Both of them probably investment bullets and hoodies. There's like, oh, that's them, you know. So, yeah. Well, there we go. Um, minions. So minions, yeah. This is mental. Um, I loved it. It was amazing. Yeah, I'm. I'm into it. I got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, I love like how this just... is where I'm like Gen Z. Hell yeah! Like you're good yeah. dudes. <laughs> like yeah. you're better than we are. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, I love the just. I just love the commitment worldwide. You know, like, um, yeah. I, I just love that it started off with just a joke on Twitter. It was like, there's the same thing happening for Barbie. Like, people were saying, "Can I have a ticket to Minions or a ticket to Barbie, please?" And it'd have like a serious picture. So, like. Anakin with the stormtroopers walking towards the Jedi Temple, sort of thing. Like that was a cool, fun little meme. And then Gen Z was like, "Hold my beer." I was like, "Give us suits, and you know, like we're gonna take this commitment to the next level." Like on the Thursday, it was estimated to like open to sixty-five to seventy-five million dollars uh, in the, in the states for its opening weekend. By the next day, it was projected to make 130 million. Like, it doubled, basically, because of the Gen Z commitment to this bit that, uh... It's bonkers to me that they're trying to ban kids from doing this, because I'm like, why would you? Like, this is making you tons of money. I think it's because, like, I don't know if you've, you've probably seen it, like, some of the kids are going wild. Like, they're in there, like, in a mosh pit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> throwing so bananas, good. you know? <laughs> it's so um, I never thought that'd be a sentence I'd ever say. Like, <laughs> I love it so much. They're like cheering. <laughs> a minion's mosh pit. Like, what is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they're loving life, man. You know, they're, oh, they're just, moshing. They're so, like, you know what? They're so much better than us. <laughs> like, I, the only thing I feel sorry for is the, like, the little kids that are just there to enjoy minions. And it's just like this yeah, minion's like, mosh pit going on at the, the bottom. I can't like, those though right oh, little kids or mosh pits <laughs> little kids <laughs> i assume little kids are gonna see minions like you saw it did you go in a suit no but i went specifically to see the fellas in the suits and they weren't there at my screen unfortunately did you, um, go, in the evening? Did you go on a friday evening 
uh, I think one Saturday. I went one on a Saturday night. Um, there we go. But yeah, there's no, there's no teenagers in suits. You know, I would have applauded them as they walked in. You know, if that happened, I would have literally got up and like and like that Shia LaBeouf meme, where he's there to clap in, like you know, yeah. that would Just... be me. But Minions, that was it was a fun time. Like best Minions or Despicable Me movie since probably Despicable Me one, in my opinion. There we go. Um, First one was pretty good. Yeah, and you know, I if you had told me like two months ago that I would think Minions: The Rise of Gru would be better than Lightyear, I would have slapped you silly because. It's not a, that doesn't make sense in my brain, but yep, it does now. <laughs> like I didn't like, yeah, I didn't really like Lightyear. Not that it's bad. It's just like average, very average. Um, yeah, and it's sad because like the Pixar movies haven't been able to go to the cinemas in a couple of years. So, you know, um, but no, go and see Minions. Have a good time. You know, <laughs> like take a suit. <laughs> 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 Um, so yeah, uh, enjoy yourself. Yeah, just, just just have a laugh. Like you know, I I wonder if it does continue this week. Like, or are we just gonna see like a massive drop off for minions like in week two? Oh, you know, it's like the Benley Mega Chiffy thing, isn't it? I keep still keep seeing that, and I don't know why. I don't even know why yeah. I saw the shown it. No, I'm loving like I'll show you why, but I'm loving my TikTok at the moment. You know. Um, I know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because it's it's that like mixed in with like all these minion stuff, and I'm like, this is a, this is a decent feed at the moment. Um, Did you see that the uh, FTC in America has asked Apple and Facebook to remove it from the store? What TikTok? Yeah, yeah. dude. Like, I don't trust it. Right? Like, <laughs> its algorithm is way too good. Yeah, oh yeah, it's definitely doing dodgy stuff, you know? In my opinion, it's way too good. Yeah. Like, I'm very paranoid about my phone listening to me, right? This is a, a thing, and I've, like, turned, like, the microphone up on, like, a lot of apps. Sure. Um, But, uh, so, like, yesterday, I went and saw Elvis, and, um, it was alright. Tom Hanks, not good. Um, but it was a right movie. And... I didn't Google Elvis. I didn't even book Elvis tickets online. I just went into the cinema and got tickets that way. Once I came home, I was seeing Elvis stuff on TikTok and on Twitter. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like, I've never Googled Elvis, like, especially in recent times. Why are you showing me Elvis stuff now that I've seen the movie? Like, mm. I like, and it does it too often for me and I hate it. Like, it's not. Li it's not listening. There's a good. I'll send it to you offline. It's not for this, but it's not listening. It's scarier than that. But yeah, it's scarier than that. Yeah, <laughs> it's partly like a reason I don't have Facebook. It's because like, yeah, if you got Instagram. You're already in. Yeah, no, but like, it's not as egregious as Facebook. Like, Facebook made me paranoid, right? <laughs> like, so you know, um, you know, like, like I, I remember sitting downstairs one time watching the Super Bowl, and. uh I picked up my phone and it was just giving me like like the next day I picked up my phone and it was just giving me all like the like merchandise options for um uh the Kansas City Chiefs. I was like, what what's going on? You know, like and then uh yeah, it's just weird stuff. 
but yeah okay this has just become a conspiracy theory podcast now so I'm into it. um but yeah shout out to the gen z for doing the minion strand you're better than us you know i know you hate us but like you're better than us so there's that um miss marvel then, i like this episode uh yeah it was fun like it's just, yeah I've, i said it last week this show's not for me i'm not the thing is, like, I keep, like, because people have asked me, like, outside of, like, who don't listen to this. I was like, it's nothing wrong with this show. No, like, there isn't. Bad. Like, I think it looks good. I think, like, it looks more movie-like than it does Marvel TV. Um, In terms of cinematography and, like, the VFX and everything. But, um, yeah, like, it's consistently good. Like, it's not, it's like, a very, it is a good TV show. But it just doesn't have like highs for me you know no, like it's just like it feels very um cw do you know what i mean when i say that i don't think it feels like the flash or arrow or like... it does it does it does i don't think it feels like that for me it's just um, like middling it's like it's fine it's just consistently good for me and like you know but it's just nothing like it's nothing i get excited about like i think this doing a good job like you know and like we said last week like what it will do for like the like that culture um like in you know in mainstream media um the cultural representation is the best part about it but like i don't think it's a particularly compelling story other than that yeah yeah like i think the reason i'm more interested in, in this show is just because like she's going to be part of um the captain marvel sequel you know so you want to kind of be familiarized with the character and everything before we go into that. Like, and I enjoyed the first Captain Marvel. So like, you know, I don't know. It's just similar to the first Captain Marvel in that it's, I enjoyed the first Captain Marvel as well, but it was, you know, nothing special. Oh, it's nothing special. No, it's like, that's like a bang average film for me. If this had been a film, I think I'd have enjoyed it more. I think so too. Yeah, I don't think this needed to be a series. No, at at all. I think this is a film that's been stretched out into a series. And I've, to be honest, I've not felt that about the, the other the other TV shows. Mm. Um, this one feels like you could easily put this into two and hours, two and a half hours, and it would. I think I'd probably come away from it thinking, "Cool, that was really good, actually." Whereas <laughs> it's, just, it's just like I don't know, like. What happened in this episode? I mean, well, it was and... yeah. She's going back in time. You saw like her great grandmother, like and yeah. and all of that stuff. Um, told their story. Yeah. It just. Hmm? We'll get to this w- with Stranger Things, but I I think just because you can make something into a TV show doesn't necessarily mean it should, and just because you can have a long run time doesn't mean that you should. Like this, th- this probably didn't need to be six episodes, did it? Probably not, no. Like, um, and we usually complain when a show is like got a shorter episode count. Um, but if it works, it works. You know, like Loki definitely worked for six episodes. Um, if you'd done three one-hour episodes of this, I think I probably would. It probably would have been fine. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I don't think this needs. I think it probably would have been more popular as well. I also think, yeah, it is it's the least popular Marvel show, but I also think that's because, like, nobody's really familiar with the character. You know what I mean? Like, you can say Moon Knight's not that. Like, more people are probably familiar with Moon Knight, 
but also we had like two like big hollywood actors in oscar Isaac and ethan hawk fronting that show you know like this actress is pretty unknown and the character isn't well known like you know it was always obvious i think that's probably why it is in a film you know it's like because they know they probably wouldn't make the, the money they wanted or needed to from it you know like if uh if shang chi um you know only made like 400 million then you know what would miss marvel do so i don't know shang chi you gotta look at it in context of when that came out yeah i suppose but i'll be interested to see what happens with the sequel to shang chi you know like financially mm. um because mm. I, I think a lot of people did watch it when it went to disney plus you know and uh Sure. That's the thing Disney Plus is uh, if you miss something in the cinemas, like you can see when it eventually hits streaming, and hopefully by the time there's a follow up, you want to go and spend the money at the cinema, you know? Hmm. So, um, but yeah, so moving on from Miss Marvel, we'll talk about the bigger thing of the of the week. The thing I've been looking forward to talking about uh probably the most. Sure. Uh, Stranger Things. Uh, mm -hmm. Season 4, Volume 2 uh, came out on Friday. It crashed Netflix. I think it's the first time Netflix has crashed. Um, I think like... I've heard of Netflix crashing before. Oh, like crashing randomly, yes. Crashing no, no, I mean, I mean in terms of the servers being stretched. I think I've heard of that. I can't remember. I might be wrong, but that does yeah. tickle something in my brain that that's happened before, but it, it was, only the once. It was, all, it was also the quickest Netflix show to reach... Uh, a billion like views like for the last two episodes uh right, netflix must be crapping themselves when this finishes oh massively yeah like this is without question they're like 10 pole show like you know and it's all not even we're not even talking like game of like hbo had hits before this like mm -hmm. nothing kind of reaches the heights of this for netflix maybe making no. a murderer <laughs> Yeah, like I don't like that's the thing. Uh, I've <laughs> talked about this before. Like, um, once Stranger Things goes, they, there is nothing left on Netflix for me. Like, all the shows no, that I like on Netflix are kind of wrapped up. Mate, they are they are for me the true crime streaming service now. Like they do yeah, that so well, and it's so and I I do love true crime. Like, yeah, I'm not a big true crime fan, so like for me, there's like not a lot of content there other than just watching reruns of seinfeld you know like yeah so yeah like when stranger things goes in two years like yeah like i know they're gonna do spin-offs but like the Duffer brother said like they're not even involved with the spin-offs so i thought they were doing the spin one of the spin-offs they said they're honest producers but they are not oh, involved creatively the one that finn wolfhart guessed yeah yeah yeah, I think what do you think that, that is. I have no idea. They said the other day that the spin-offs have nothing to do with um like this cast and stuff. So I don't know, because I used to have an idea that like um you could do a spin-off with Nancy. Was the only like out of the cast members, I thought the only one you could do a spin-off on would be Nancy. And or Erica. Oh Erica, yeah, like and my Nancy idea was like because she's at least in season three, she's was doing a bit of investigative like journalism wasn't she in season three 
Yeah, I think um, she did that in this one as well, to be fair. She did, to the extent this one as well, yeah. Like, so I kind of thought, like, maybe she'd go across America, like, um, you know, following up on, like, reports of, like, disturbances, like, weird, like, disturbances, like, upside Strange down. Strange things. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, I thought that that would have been an idea, but, you know, the the actress probably wants to, like, be done anyway right like they at that point they would have committed like 10 years of their lives to this show so they probably all want to be done by the time season five rolls around you think uh, that but then you look at uh kit harrington I'll, you know yeah <laughs> yeah maybe after a few years they want to come back but i look at finn wolfhart in this show and i'm like that dude is 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 mentally checked out <laughs> like, yeah i thought done. that i was like this was a main character at one point and he doesn't feel like it anymore yeah, like in this before. He doesn't even change his flat. facial expression. No, he, he's done. <laughs> like, he is done. Um, but like, there, like outside of him, obviously, uh, there's very good performances, especially in these like last two episodes. I think like, no I snap, think, take a bow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Episode eight, like fantastic, man. You know, like that little speech he gave to Mike. Yeah. Take he felt bow, it. Mate. Um. Yeah, I'm, I hope he has a big role in season five. It feels like he will. Um, he and then, should like, do because I feel like he's the forgotten character. But you know. Yep. Um, I think Max has been very good all season. Um, we'll get to I think, Max. I think she's been a, a bit of a standout for me this 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 time around. She's um, a great actor, anyway. To be fair. Yeah. Do you know uh, what? Do you know what? And I maintain. I just want to get the positives out of the way before I moan because I will moan a little bit. Um. Because it's me. I'm um, not gonna moan. No, I don't. I, I, do you know what? My moans, my moans are minor. They are minor. Right. Um, I maintain. I said this last week. I think the Duffer Brothers are the best in the business when it comes to writing and casting lovable characters. Mm. They and and it's and it's like a consistent like hit after hit after hit here. Like they bring new characters in and we love them. Like. And they're good at it. They are so good at Shout it. Shout out to like, Eddie Munson. Eddie, uh, Robin was last year. Chrissy um, was. I love Chrissy. Like for, for one episode she was in. Yeah, man. Like they are so good. Look, but like flipping Enzo. Like I like. I love Enzo. Um, I actually quite like Yuri as well. I know a lot of people found him annoying, but I thought he was funny. I didn't um, like him until like the last like episode. You know. I liked how off the wall he was. You know, like. Uh, like they're good at writing characters and making you like them like they are good at that yeah um, and i think I, they're good at putting people in the gray as well like papa and dr brenner like mm. they feel like they're very much in the gray to me um mm. of just like doing what needs to be done for even if their techniques are wrong and abusive um i don't know about you this whole season was really Empire Strikes Back, and I think that was they, kind of. They have said it's inspired by Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, like beat for beat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not ready to go fight Vader. Um, yeah. Uh, but she went anyway to save her friends, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and she wasn't ready. They were right. Um, you've yeah, also it's... got you've got you've got the sort of the. But you've got Han Solo frozen in kryptonite in Max. Mm. Um, 
Look, okay, let's talk about Max. Um, I was just going to carry on with my praising of the, the actors. Yeah, you go for it. You go for it. You go for it. Um, uh, Lucas, that like scene with when he's holding Max, like oh, that was one that of was the really best good. scenes in the show. Um, I liked that that was kind of improvised as well. Like him screaming for Erica was impro- improvised. Um, there was a cool, a, f- a few cool improvised moments, like. Um, when Eddie tells uh, like Dustin never change Henderson, like that was improvised. Um, Hopper and Joyce, their kiss was improvised. Um, apparently they weren't supposed to kiss. Uh, like, well, so. that's bananas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, that felt like the only reason to keep Hopper alive for me. Oh yeah, I think like they were good. Like they had that like build up. I think the phone was supposed to ring before they kissed, but like they decided to do the kiss anyway. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. It worked well. Yeah, and um, D- like Dustin, I think Dustin gave a good performance um, when he's talking to Eddie's uncle at the end. I was like, that was heart wrenching, man. His little lip just quivering, and the speech he gave, I was like, dude, like, don't make me cry, you know? Like, they are so fortunate that they found a bunch of kids who are very, very good at acting. Oh yeah, like, they're not they're not kids anymore, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, the main takeaway, my boy. Who wants six little nuggets? Uh, survived. Um, he already has six. I know he already has six. I think that's <laughs> why you want six. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I want to you... talk about um, Max, wasn't it? Yeah, but just like death in general on the show. Um, I know a lot. There seems to be a lot of pushback to this. It's like, oh, Game of Thrones has ruined what you all think characters should do. Like, characters don't need to die mm. all the time. Um, and to a point, I think I agree. They don't yeah. always need to. Um, but the the thing is, is that characters do die in this show. Um, mm-hmm. it's just always the new characters they've just introduced. <laughs> it's the new like beloved characters. Yeah, like like it's Bob like, in uh. You know, yeah. season two, people liked him, and then uh, Alexi in season three, um, yeah. and now Eddie. But I am convinced he is coming back. Eddie, we'll get, I, we'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that. But we'll get to that. Um, I it winds me up a little bit because I think, firstly, I don't see any reason. In, now I've watched the season. I thought this before, but now I've watched the season. I don't see any reason for Hopper to have survived. <laughs> Other than just like they want him to get with Joyce, like. Other than yeah, that he's like a great. He's great to watch. Like I, David Harbour's awesome. Like he mm. is. Like, yeah. I see no reason for him to have survived. There was no plot reason for him to still be around. Other than for Hopper to be there and to have the reunion with, with a yeah. Um. I I don't know why he like to me. You could take the whole Russia thing out of this season, and it probably makes for a better season of television. Yeah, I, I said this like before, like the having all of them be separated, like really shows how not boring, but like how uninteresting it is in comparison to like everything happening in Hawkins. Like the yeah. Hawkins stuff was always like the best thing in this season. I just held out. I held out. It was like, there must be a reason they kept Hopper. The only reason they kept Hopper is because he's a hashtag beloved character. Um, he should have stayed dead. And to, to me, that would have made the stakes 
so much higher because I'd have gone into I was watching this ep- episode man and it was good I thought it was I thought it was probably half an hour too episode. long yeah yeah I thought it was half an hour too long mm. um I've got more moaning to do about the rush stuff but let me do this bit um but they uh, they like um I was never worried yeah this thing like when we talked about it all, uh, last week I was like I kind of worried for Steve but for some reason, when we got to the last episode, I, I had absolutely no worry for Steve. Because I felt like in the f- volume one, they kind of felt like they set him to die. Like maybe Eddie would be like the, his replacement in some way. Like because yeah. Dustin looks up to him and the other kids do as well. And um, you know, stuff Steve was saying to Nancy, like I felt like he might put his life on the line to save her. But by the yeah. time we got to the final episode, I was like, oh no, Steve is definitely like, 100% safe. Yeah, like, I just like I was never worried about any of the characters. No, and I think I said last week, oh, Eddie will die. Like it was yeah. so obvious. Like, was, they wrote him into a corner. There was no way he was coming back. Um, yeah. Like at least at the end of this season. Um, mm-hmm. And then they like actually killed Max, and I was like, okay. And to me, this whole episode loses an entire point because Max was brought back i have a theory on the max thing like um so at the end like i this is the thing i agree with you i think like you either kill her or you don't kill her like yeah. you don't put her in a coma um i thought it was lame as hell yeah my only like thinking on it and my theory on it is um lucas is reading her a book called the talisman yeah and in that book it's a stephen king book um in that book i believe the character like kind of goes between worlds like, he mm-hmm. has a physical, like, living body. But he's in, like, another world, like, another plane. So, I wondered, because like, they, ha- they have quite obvious foreshadowing. Like, Eddie had, like, the bat tattoos. You know? Like, and he was killed by yeah, bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not... Like, it, like, is that what Max's role in Season 5 is? Like, her physical body might, you know, be kind of useless to her now. But her, like soul if you have it is in the upside down you know like or at least yeah. in like that mind thing that like you know uh vecna and 11 and max were all in you know at one point something like that like so she helps from the other side so that's kind of my thinking like that's one of my theories is like you either kill her or you have you are keeping her around for a specific reason and I think Lucas reading that book might be a hint as to why. I just um, think, imagine how heartbreaking that would have been. Like, I mean, Caleb's performance was, uh, Lucas's performance was incredible as well. But imagine how much Yeah. more, like, if Max had died, man. But also, then you go into the last season and you're like, wow, they actually... I mean, it's okay. right in 101, but you're like, yeah. no one's safe. Yeah, yeah. And I think I'm not too worried about people for season five. Like, you know, no, I think, they'll all they'll all come out of it. It'll be fine. I think <laughs> I think the people you could kill, um, you know, you know, I think like next season eleven could sacrifice herself, you know, uh, to kill Vecna. Um or like something with Will. Um and like I think you could kill Jonathan. I think Jonathan could like herself to save Will or something, like I think you could have deaths next season, but like I'm not as worried as I would have been, like before, you know, like 
Yeah. But I'm, you know, like I said, I'm very positive on this season. Like, like I really enjoyed a lot of it. Like, even things that didn't work for me, like comedy was a thing that wasn't working for me this season, like at all. Like, I didn't like any of this comedy Murray was doing in volume one and Argyle. I didn't care about any of it. But then, like, they had funny lines this time. Like, when um, Eleven's all about, like, she needs a bathtub and, to, you know, to enter Max's mind. And then Argyle was just like, yeah, you got to be clean to enter the mind. And I was like, that's that's funny. Like, that's a good line. You know, um, and, like, when Yuri is trying to, like, start the the helicopter and the town, like, you know, and they're like, it's making too much noise. And he's like, it's like a woman, you know, clearly, you, you know, you, you know, you don't know how to please a woman or something to them. And I was like, you know, the comedy worked in the last two episodes, but it didn't really work um, too well for me uh, earlier on in the season. But, like, that's a change. Um, like, you know, like Nancy, uh, like, I, she grew on me throughout the season, like, all of them did like i i'm very excited about the last episode um because the last episode for me was i don't know it was everything i kind of wanted from the, the wrap-up of this season and then like in particular the fight uh you know you got like that rendition of running up the hill playing and it's 11 with vecna it's hopper fighting the demogorgon with a sword and then it's yeah, where'd that, I don't know where that sword came from, but I did have a massive grin when he picked it up. Well, the sword is from when they opened the uh, like the cabinet thing in like in volume one. No, when they all go to the fight it, they open yeah, the yeah. thing up and like it's sold it. Oh, so I think this enough. is one of the ones that was just left on the ground when they first try to fight it. Um, okay. I'm still not entirely clear as to why they had to go back and fight the Demogorgon. All right, so they said they had to go back and. Because it said it's a hive mind, right? And they're like, if we can destroy part of the hive mind, which was the the shadow, the particles that they saw in the the lab where they were like doing an autopsy on the Demogorgon. Do you remember yeah. it's, it's like in a big glass cabinet thing? Yeah. So if we can go and destroy that, it might weaken uh like what else fighting. So that's why they went back was to destroy it. With that's why they took the flamethrower. And Okay. Um once they saw that that gone and like all the the dead bodies of the Demogorgons are also in like like jars or whatever had had been smashed open they were like okay like now we got to fight the actual like Demogorgons so I was just confused because it was like I don't I'm not entirely clear how they knew it all other than that they just had a chat with someone in America who happened to know exactly what the kids were doing well, I think it was um, Joyce that says it to Hopper. She's like... How did um, Joyce know? I can't, well, Hopper knows about the hive mind, right? Anyway. No, but how did they know about... Uh, like, how did they know about what Eleven and the other others were doing? Oh, yeah. Like, the, the woman told them that like, Eleven and, like, Joyce's kids had gone off for, for a fight. Right? Okay. Like, because yeah, she... It's, it's wishy-washy, isn't it? Come on. That part, yeah, but she's like, the, the, <laughs> we have seen that woman before, like in the season, like yeah, we, yeah, I know, I know. It just it it yeah. didn't. Again, it, Russia is the weak part. It yeah. didn't, you know, it didn't rework really for me. Yeah, like all that stuff, but like that, that's that. Like I said, that actual fight. Um. Oh yeah, the fight itself was great. That like gave me like chills. I don't know if it, I, I think it might have been the music. Um, 
I just like that rendition, but and it's all been in sync. But um, that was the trailer song, like for Volume Two, and you know, <laughs> like we always say about like the Star Wars trailers where they have like renditions of Jewel of the Faces, like put it in the actual film, like or the show, like they did it in this, like they put their trailer rendition in the show, and it worked to a satisfying degree, like a very satisfying degree. Look at um, the trailers. Eddie Munson's guitar, Metallica, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah like again, g- great character in the in what they wrote with Eddie. I think, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, awesome. I think I think this is why he will come back, is uh, because like the reaction to him has been more similar to Steve. Like I know people liked Alexi from season three and Bob from season two, but Eddie's has gone to a different level. Like they love him, like fans. And it's what happened with Steve. Like, Steve wasn't supposed to be what he's become. But because people, like, fell in love with him, like, they continued to develop and write him, and, you know, he stuck around a lot longer than he, what he was intended to. Um, and I think something similar will, will happen with Eddie, because the actor who plays him isn't, like, denying a season five return. The Duffer brothers aren't even saying no either. And, like... The only person this reminds me of is is David Harbour. Because once David Harbour, like, quote, died in season three, he was being, like, dodging the questions if he was actually dead. And so were the Duffer brothers, you know? And yeah, we did see the body for Eddie, though. Well, we saw, yeah. But this is, my, like, so my theory on the Eddie thing, you might have seen it, it's the cast the Destroyer theory. Have you seen this? I think so. Yeah, so, yeah, the, about the D&D game, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. The, yeah, so, like, Vecna has a right-hand man, his name is Cast the Destroyer. Uh, if you Google Cast the Destroyer, he kind of looks a bit like Eddie. Um, and, basically, Vecna, like, has him under control, and then, eventually, um, Cast, like, does turn on him. So, my theory is, is, like, if they want to really bring this character back, that that's what they do. They, they have Vecna because he didn't die the way like how Vecna kills his victims like he you know he goes for the mind doesn't he that's how he kills them mm-hmm. and he just died from bats so maybe he finds Eddie's body kind of makes him a puppet because Eddie also has a puppet master tattoo and I know he played the song but like maybe it also means something else like he becomes a puppet for Vecna in his uh goal to overtake you know uh, Hawkins and the world and throughout the season they remind Eddie of who he is and he you know he doesn't kill Vecna but he like you know turns on him at some point or something like that's my I don't know if he will come back but if he does come back I think that's how you do it you know so I don't know what you think about that sort of stuff I'm bored but... of fake out this man it's probably my least favorite thing yeah like again I think if it is a fake out i think it wasn't planned until like now <laughs> you know like i think they probably thought oh yeah this is how this guy dies yeah and yeah they might change their mind now because of how beloved he is that would be my only like like theory and takeaway on it basically yeah i get you um my other theory is horcruxes not for eddie <laughs> but um <laughs> like in D, <D&D>, apparently <laughs> basically the equivalent of horcruxes and 
I wonder if Will is one. <laughs> you know, like, like he clearly has a part of Vecna in him from like what happened to him in like season one. Um, like he could be touching his neck and stuff. Um, I wonder if I'll get to a point where Will thinks he needs to sacrifice himself in order to like fully defeat or at least weaken Vecna. Um, again. I don't know if that'll mean he will actually die. Like, they could be like what happened in Harry Potter, where like Harry obviously wants to kill himself and Voldemort together, but then, you know, he, he doesn't actually die, does he? Like, no. if that's sort of a route with it. Um, but yeah, like, that's one of my theories anyway. Like, so yeah, you can you can go and you can do your moaning if you want, or unless you want to praise something, there's something that you want to praise. Unless or, I want to praise something. Yeah. Uh, I don't have much else to say. It's just Russia, just I don't see it, and 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 the and the Max thing. That's that's mainly it. Um, also, just like it's not clear. It's implied that whatever they do in Russia affects what the kids are doing in the Upside Down. But like, it's it. It's just the hive mind. They think if they defeat it, also like... it's like, is it meant to be happening at the same time? Um. Because if it is, it doesn't make sense because it's night time in both places. It's just stupid stuff like that. Um, just the Russia thing just doesn't... It doesn't It doesn't land for me. Um, also, I just... Yeah, anything... Basically what you said. Um, basically what you said. Anything outside Hawkins was a little bit weak. But... Um, yeah, and that's... A... That, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was too long. Like, there was too much monologuing. Um, it didn't need to be two and a half hours. See, I didn't mind any of it, the monologue stuff. But, like, you'll be pleased to know that Duffer Brothers said season five will be fast-paced and under 10 hours. I don't mind slow-paced stuff. It, I just thought it was, like, two and a half hours. It, it screamed of being yeah. unedited. No, I don't think, like, this this, this season was, like, slow, slowly paced. But, like, there was long episodes. And they said they're, not, like, they're specifically not doing that again. Like... You know, I don't think you're going to get a two and a half hour episode again. Like, you know, like I said, they want it under 10 hours. And like from the minute the season starts, it's kind of go, go, go. From everything that's sure. obviously happening in Hawkins. Um, so like maybe that'll be. And like all the group are, are together. The, all, like, the entire season takes place in Hawkins, basically. Mm. So. You won't have all the splintered off stuff that we had this season with like the California kids and like that stuff didn't work for me early on in the season. You know, obviously it doesn't in the last two episodes because they're with Eleven. Like it has to work then, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, obviously like the Russia stuff I said to you, like for volume one didn't work. Like again, I still think it is the weakest part of this season and this final two episodes. Like... Also, remember, like, not too long ago, Hopper, like, destroyed his foot? He's, he's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I heard an interesting thing that was like, oh, they wanted to have four concurrent plot lines. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's fair enough. I don't think it justified. Like, Hopper should have stayed dead, is my opinion. Like, I think you have much stronger, but then you got to do something with Joyce. I don't know. I like that um, they give answers for, um, for the Upside Down this season as well yeah my favorite thing about it was that we got the big bad and they did what i hoped they'd do with him and he was behind the whole thing all along and mm. they kind of that fixed the show in many ways for me yeah like you know 
again, like it's still, it's still like so many questions about like the upside down. But at least it gave it some some answers. Like why is the upside down stuck in uh, nineteen eighty whatever it was when Will first went missing? Like mm. why is it stuck on that specific day? Because um, we've seen, uh, you know, Vecna like in the upside down. It looks it's not parallel to like our world at all. Like it doesn't no. look like our world. So what shaped it? Like I don't think Vecna would shape it because he says doesn't he? he does he he hates like the world he hates Earth like he just you know he wants to destroy it and make it beautiful as he puts it like yeah so there's no reason he would make it look like Hawkins um so I'm I'm interested in that stuff and I think like it's, it's probably related to Will um but I like that we got answers there and um like. He's using the mind flare. Well, he creates the mind flare essentially, like by manipulating yeah. the the hive mind thing. Like, yeah. all makes sense. Like, and even like when they showed they showed clips of Billy in season three where he's talking, and you know, at the time we thought it was the mind flare talking, but it makes sense that it's Vecna speaking through him. Now looking like at it through season four's eyes, you know, and that Vecna is the one that took Will in season one. Not a demogorgon, you know, like, because mm. from what we've seen of a demogorgon, it's not smart enough to like carry out like orders. Like they're vicious, like they they're animalistic. Um, so all that makes sense. Like, you know, even I I okay. Here's here's the big debate. Even was if they, this planned? I don't think so. I'm gonna say wasn't planned. I think they've done a good job in in retrofitting it all. <laughs> Like, which is they've retrofitted it really well. Um, I'm glad they have because I think they've kind of saved the show here with this season, and Vecna in general. I think that that whole plot line really did save the show. Mm. Um, but I'm not listening when they say we've had it all planned out since the beginning. I'm not listening to that. That's just not true. Claim they've had the ending, like, and maybe they did. Maybe they have. Like, it's like what um. It's like the sequel trilogy. They were like, we always knew Kyle Ren would be So yeah, it's probably the only part you did actually have. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You all agreed on was like, yeah, Kylo Ren is redeemed. Um, so there's probably a specific way it it ends, which they've probably like known for a long time. It's just like getting there, you know. But um, again, but like you said, like the way they've like retrofitted it, like makes sense to me and works very well for me um you know but uh i gotta bring up the 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 elephant you know is steve gonna get nancy man you know i feel like they've pushed i hope it. he just i hope he just moves on i think he can do better he's gonna do but like i thought like this season like he wouldn't even bother like in that way but he seems more like hard up on it than he ever has been you know like telling her he has visions of them with kids together like have you I ever like seen pretty have you ever seen pretty in pink yeah so at the end of that uh the guy that's in two and a half men yeah john cryer yeah he spends the whole film pining for the girl <laughs> doesn't get her yeah but then at the end someone shows up for him and he like winks at the that, camera that was supposed to be steve's thing though right like robin was made to be Steve's girlfriend. 
Yeah, I just don't. I think he'll accept that Nancy's not for him and someone will show up and then he'll do the exact same thing. He'll look at the camera. Basically, exactly what they do in 500 Days of Summer. Like, it's just like, um, because Jonathan is still lying to Nancy, you know? And at this point, I care more about, like, Steve getting Nancy than Jonathan. Yeah, but I... that's because they just completely forgot about Jonathan. He's still lying to her, though. Like, yeah, you but know? he, the guy's not got, didn't have any characterization this year. It's funny, like, Jonathan used to be my favorite character in season one. He's just useless, then. Like, I just forgot about him. Like, you know, he had one good moment this season, obviously, with, like, the talk with Will, you know? There's basically way too many characters. I don't know what to do with themselves. <laughs> Argyle's in season five. I'm going to be so confused. <laughs> he will. I liked Argyle. I liked him, like, but I'm like, he should not be there. <laughs> like, No, it, you've got enough people. Like, you need to go back to California, you know? Like, I don't think they're going to open a surfer boy pizza in Hawkins at this time, you know? Doesn't seem like the right business move. Um, so, yeah. Um, but no, overall, I liked it. Like I said to you on a text the other day, it's very... Like, I rate things, and you do as well, in, like, the universe. So, like, if we're rating a Star Wars movie, we rate it... Or a Star Wars TV show, we rate it in the Star Wars universe. So... When I'm rating Stranger Things at this point, because it's a franchise in and of its own, um, I rate it in the Stranger Things world. Like, if season one is perfect Stranger Things, we compare everything to that. Um, and for me, like, this is, like, a top-tier Stranger Things, like, the, fi the final episode. You know? Like, for me. Like, um, like, I, like, loved it. I've watched it twice, the, like, finale. So, wow. Fair play. Yeah, um, so I'd probably give it about a 9. I would have given it a 10, but like I have s small minor grievances, so I'm like probably a 9. You know? I'm going 7.5. Yeah, I, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed that. You know? I did, I had a really good time. I just like, it's, um, th there's, there's, yeah, it, I don't think they're particularly good writers. I think they're very, very good at writing characters. I think that's kind of about it. I, d I don't... Yeah. So you I, excited for season five now? Uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be ages, but yeah, sure. It's, it's one of those things, man. Like, I don't think we'll see the Duffer Brothers do anything else after this. I think we kind of got a little bit of a... I mean, they kind of struck lightning in a bottle. A, bit like, a bit like how uh, David Benioff and D.B. Wise did, you know? Yeah, except them two were just adapting, like, books. Like, I know, like, these guys have taken, like, massive inspiration from, like, past films and stuff and structured it into, like, the show. But I think they are far more, like, creative and talented than Benioff and Weiss, in my opinion. Like, okay, when... I've... Mm, yeah. For, at least to me, like, Benioff they're and Weiss... They're more creative and talented than David Benioff and D.B. Wise, sure, but they're not, like, um... I'm not saying they're like incredible. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're particularly creative. <laughs> yeah, I think they're more creative. <laughs> Benioff and Weiss, like you know, um, I think there's a reason we haven't seen anything from Benioff and Weiss since, even though they've got this massive, massive Netflix deal. Um, we won't. We won't see anything. I don't, I don't think we'll see anything from the Duffer Brothers. Either. I think the Duffer Brothers will do stuff. I just think they'll do it. I think. I think there's a chance Stranger Things five completely disappoints. Oh, saying. there's a massive chance. Like, yeah, they could screw it up. Um, and if they do, then that's like 
going to be like ridiculously disappointing. But the um, problem is, and the thing is, this is the thing. I, I they kind of can't fail though, because I, I think the people that watched that watched Game of Thrones are far more critically minded. If that makes sense. Um. So the flaws in. I think if Game of Thrones season eight had the audience Stranger Things did, people would be like, "Oh no, I thought it was really good." Like last week, I think. Like for me, I like. I don't think of Stranger Things as this like critically perfect sort of show. Like it is a blockbuster show. Like that's what it. Like you look at it, it's a it's a blockbuster of a TV show. Like the mm -hmm. budget, effects, all that sort of stuff. You know, it sits in this weird middle ground for me though, in that it. It takes itself just seriously enough, <laughs> but mm. it, yeah. My thing is, it just doesn't play by its own rules a lot of the time. But you know, mm. um, so yeah, season five is probably going to come out in about twenty twenty four. They start filming it uh, summer next year. So, what comes first, Taika Waititi's film or? <laughs> I say Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, I think we're done for the week then, Pev, aren't we? I think we're done. I think we're done. Uh, Nick will be back next week. We're reviewing Thor next week. Um, and if any other news happens, we'll talk about that as well. So There we go. Until next time. Go and see Minions. Crippier with enthusiasm. Like this? Yeah. Crippier with enthusiasm.